station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I am your host, Tim Wick. I am joined, as always, by my co-host and advanced movie watcher, Melissa Kersher. Hello! And my other co-host and beginner movie watcher, (laughs) Jenna Young. That's me. And we are here this week with two special guests. We have Kelvin Hatley. Yeah, hi. And Jerry Bellish. Hello. Hello. (laughs) They They are both here to watch with us the classic 1980s David Lynch film, Dune. So, Jenna... Before we start watching this movie, before we yes. tell you anything about this movie, okay. why don't you tell us what you know I about Dune? I am surprisingly Doom. ready for this because okay. I grew up at science fiction conventions, um, so it was kind of impossible not to pick up on various things about Dune. Um, I know that people that have read the books um, get really cranky like about a half an hour in or something, and they're like the... the <laughs> Um, like apparently it stays somewhat true to the books and then about like a half an hour or so it just all goes to shit Um, and I know that okay so uh, there's a planet that's like a desert planet like it's all desert and there's these massive worms that live inside the planet and they shit pixie dust or something Um, wow like that's just just one happy little thought (laughs) it's a planet of unicorns So anyway, uh, this pixie dust is, I believe this is uh, the spice that people talk about. Um, And it's got, like, properties that that are somehow, like, magical seen into the future or some shit. And uh, it smells like cinnamon. Cardamom. Something (laughs) like that. There it is. Uh, And then... So, and the, the entire concept is, like, a resource battle over getting this magical stuff. Um, there's something about glowing eyes and uh, somebody who's the chosen one but is not the chosen one. And there's a son that's a chosen one and attaches himself to a worm, like the worst tapeworm ever, and can see things. And there's a whole bunch of, like, subgroups of people. Like, there's, like, ninja nuns or some shit uh, that... <laughs> That like have a breeding that program, could be its own movie. and there's uh, there's there's like another group that I, I I don't know like so there's all these different like political factions and it all revolves around uh, this uh, pixie dust. God, I wish that was the movie we <laughs> that, were watching. That that sounds a lot it's, like a Hong Kong film. <laughs> I would love to see the Hong Kong version of Dune. <laughs> Seriously, what? Some some surprisingly uh, dead on hits though there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, like I've heard people bitch about uh, the the book versus movie thing for like since I was knee high to a grasshopper. The cinnamon um, comment is is right on. Yeah, well you know it's probably second only to the Harry Potter movies for people bitching about like (laughs) this isn't exactly the book. Potter shouldn't have won. (laughs) (laughs) So I uh, my my memory of this movie is that uh, my dad was a huge fan of the Frank Herbert book and wanted to see this movie when it came out. So my dad and I didn't go to a lot of movies together, but mm-hmm. but he really wanted to go see this movie, and I went to see this movie with him. <laughs> and I walked out of the movie incredibly confused. <laughs> Um, Look, if there's nun ninjas, I'd be confused. It, but it was, it was more. I was incredibly incu- confused about basic shit. 
and my dad's response to basically all these questions was something to the effect of, well, if you'd read the book, you would understand what that was all about. Well, then why didn't you have me read the book first? Well, he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, there is a, but there is a legendary like six-hour cut yeah. of this what? film. Oh, wow. Supposedly, yeah. supposedly the original cut of this film is something like six hours, yeah. and um, and and uh, it it followed a failed production of this movie, which is the uh, production that spawned a documentary earlier this year called Hodorowsky's Dune. But Which we'll, we'll get into to, that We'll later. have to get into that on some yeah. other episode. Yeah, well, actually, we should probably watch it. For oh, I like that. But, yeah, oh, yeah. I have been yeah. trying so hard to watch that movie and have yeah. gotten foiled at every single turn. Yeah. And but they'll be we'll, foiled we'll again tonight out. because that's not the <laughs> one we're going to watch. Instead, we are going to watch... Uh, Norbit. No, sorry. <laughs> I, I would like to, you know... Switcheroo! I, it's Norbit time! Be, before we move on, I would like to point uh, out why we have both Jerry and Kelvin here. Oh, good point. Um, <laughs> because he, he, why there uh, are esteemed guests for this episode. First of all, Kelvin is uh, our de facto expert on bad movies. Yeah. And, which is why he's here for this one. Um <clears throat> While we here at Real Education do like to bring great movies to people who have never seen them before, it is also important to realize that to know great movies, sometimes you have to watch not-so-great movies. And this is, while a, a beloved movie in certain circles, yeah. it is a not-so-great movie. It was it a is great a, stab at a movie. Air, yeah. air quotes around beloved. It's, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it's, not, it's not bad as in, like, Holy crap! Can get a load of this ridiculous, terrible thing. It's it's bad in an interesting kind of way. It, it, it it's shoots, bad in a what the fuck happened here. Well, kind it, of it way. shoots and like for with the Tim. I think it's it's attached to a nostalgia for a lot of people. For me, mm-hmm. it was one of the hundreds of VHSs that had movies dubbed off television, and I only watched it when I stayed home home from school sick. So the only times I ever saw that movie were when I had a fever. <laughs> and that just seemed to work for it because it didn't make any sense. Just like weird dreams you have when you're sick, and it, it, that's what I had. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, to go into why Jerry is here, it's because Jerry and I made our own adaptation of Dune, <laughs> <laughs> and it involved Kelvin and Tim. So it it's kind of like a, a cast reunion on this podcast. Aww, I'm so glad. Oh, that's sweet. So uh, our cast reunion yeah. is all going to go away, and we're going to watch David Lynch's Dune, and we will return Yay. for uh, within a few seconds of time for you, our listeners at home. <laughs> yes. Wow. But for and us, several hours <laughs> for, us. for us. As with using the spice, you will travel vast distances through time and space. It'll be, it'll be midsummer when we in get In mere moments. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That was another thing. There's, like, something about technology. Um... Uh, like, shoot. like computers go away or something, well, or like there's a fuck. there's some now kind of not, a thing. Might as well not even watch. God it. damn it! <laughs> oh, I suck. All right, well, we'll go see how right Jenna was about that last thing that she thinks she knows, and we'll be back here in a little bit. We are back. Dune has been watched. 
<laughs> is let's find out from Jenna if it is an, as impenetrable a film as I thought it was when I first saw it. Jenna, what did you think? I, I don't know. It's it's funny that you <clears throat> called it impenetrable because those worms really look like penises. Huh? Like they really do. But they're it's hard for a worm not to look like a penis. I mean, it's, you yeah, know, but they're that, the the. I I mean I. Sp- no, I don't want to get into that. Too. So anyway, <laughs> I, I, I personally have never seen a penis do the three. You know that that was where I was going with it, and then yeah, I was. That, like, oh, that would be a really but... weird circumcision error. I'm sure there's yeah. some cultures that do that. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do a word search. And, <laughs> no, let's not do a word search um, and find out. I don't know. Yeah, no, let's don't, not. Don't. Things not to Google. Uh, Penises that look like worms from Dune. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my diva summoned a big one. <laughs> oh my god! It is the legend. <laughs> so oh, it's amazing how many lines in this film could be used word for word in a porn film. And oh god, yeah, yeah. There was, I'm sure there must have been a, uh, a porn film called Poon at one time. On this track, and now we get you know, now we're stuck. Oh, boy. Um, uh, the little girl was creepy as fuck. Oh my god, (laughs) yeah, she's she's supposed to be well done. Oh, I I believe it. Well, even in the book, she's like the most terrifying character, but it's like this shouldn't be happening type stuff, yeah. Yeah. And that 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 child may be one of the creepiest actresses ever put to film. Not that they used her voice at all, they dubbed over her voice. Well, that was part of her creepiness. Beware of premature children. Especially premature children caused by the water of life. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to know. I mean, there, there, these are the questions that I was asking as I was walking out of the uh, out of the film. So where do you get water of life? Well, no, right. no. If the Fremen are such a complete mystery, why do they have a Benny Gesserit mother with them that doesn't seem to communicate with the rest of the Benny Gesserit sisterhood? I mean, it seems like they're their own little little clique. Yeah, they have their own weird psychic. But apparently, the and the Fremen, even though they're like completely cut off from the rest of the 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 houses and the politics and everything else, still somehow have a Benny Gesserit sister just hanging out. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a safe house with a banner on it says the the mafia uh, <laughs> stoolies are here. There was probably you know. A half hour explaining that that didn't make it into yeah. the final. Well, okay. Version. So, oh, yeah, has yeah, anybody totally. here read the books? I have. I read yeah. Dune a long time ago. I have not read yeah. the sequel. I, I I read Dune when I was in the eighth grade, and uh, I have to confess, I didn't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was I, I was too young to understand what sure. was going on. There was so many it's, it's weird political huge machinations, political and yeah. And I just don't have a mind for that at, at the age of thirteen. Yeah. I mean, a lot most of what I know about Dune, I, I I've known from just dumb internet searches because I was curious and like, oh, that's what's going yeah, on. Oh God, that Dune. makes so much more sense. Read, read you know Wikipedia or something. Yeah, yeah the, the sequels go into this really bizarre because. 
Because Herbert, he creates this whole Messiah character, but he doesn't really like Messiahs, so he spends the next couple of books just turning Atreides into, Paul Atreides into... A weird dictator. A horrible, bad Messiah. It turns out that he's no better than the people that he replaced, and he has to eventually come and realize that the people must lead themselves for themselves or something. I, I, anyway. Well, and then his son, Leto Atreides, basically turns into a worm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the like thing that I was that I thought was in the movie and like? Yeah. yeah. It, 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 yeah. In God Emperor of Dune, it, it involves like uh, Paul's son, yeah. like fuses with a worm and is like a a worm human hybrid. He takes thing. he takes the huh. sand trout and puts them all over his body. Does he have a worm penis? No, uh, he'd be, well, he'd he'd be a worm and would have a penis. A, yeah. Okay. He, he eventually just becomes one giant worm. Okay. Penis. 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 Yeah. Or a penis. There's a lot of... Um, <laughs> anyway, so, that's, that's not the movie. But <laughs> that, that, that's a movie that there, there's about There's so many things in here that don't make... You don't understand why does the Emperor really give a fuck about who controls Dune, Atreides, or Harkonnen. Yeah, it's, yet, it's some oh, sort of weird setup to take out the whole house of treaties. Yeah. The, I, the, I always thought. The, the thing I find fascinating about this movie is how much attention they spent to detail and yet they utterly failed to relay the overarching things that you actually yeah. want to know, like why things are happening. Sure. Yeah. So, you mean the cryptic and, whispering constantly oh, 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 wasn't enough? No. no. Well, well, that gets, and, that and gets well, really is, old after a while. <laughs> the reason it gets really old is because it relays nothing, almost. It, yeah. I mean, you can take almost all that narration <laughs> out, that, all that self-narration out, and it really wouldn't Remove anything except for like detail. Well, you know what? what what's and, kind and, of it, it explain. It doesn't actually explain. Well, it's like if anything. you got Dune themed fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> the worm is the spice. The spice is the worm. worm. Thanks. My name is a killer. How do word. I say apple you know, in um, Fremen? You're, you're saying that. You're, you're saying that way too loud. But but it's well. There. The what was sleeper I has awakened. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there, I, I remember when I first saw this, I was really struck how, um, in, in shockingly large parts of the movie, um, the dialogue is just straight out of the book. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. like really weirdly accurate to the book on a, on a dialogue level, but there's a reason you can't take really writerly dialogue and put it in a movie sometimes. <laughs> So this is like the cliff notes of the book. Well, yeah. Yeah, and it's so chopped up and abbreviated, though. Well, it's so chopped up because they didn't edit to streamline it. And, I mean, which would be unfortunate because you'd be losing all this detail from the book. But, I mean, you watch how short they had to cut it down to make it fit into a feature-length movie. And you get to the point where it's like, why is Princess Arulian even there? Yes. And why is that character there? Why is that character there? Why not compress them into like two characters that serve the same I, function? I or, heard some something yeah. I heard was that that they spent some insane amount of effort and, and money on Princess Cerulean's gown. Yeah. Like like you know like like I heard the descriptions of it like how insanely complicated it was to make this dress and everything, and you see it for maybe five seconds. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the the but that's an attention yeah. to detail that they had in the production design. Yeah, that yeah, completely lacked in the script. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they were like, "Well, how, how can we make it so people can understand?" Mm-hmm. You know, when when they when they run into the room and go, "Oh my God, the weirding modules!" and you're like, 
What? Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Why the thing. Oh god. Yeah. That. Uh, I, I, I had. I had some. modules weren't even in the box. Yeah. Yeah. My. My. Uh, I remember my friends. I, I had a friend who was like a huge Frank Herbert fan, and the thing about the movie that drove him the most crazy was the weirding modules, because in, from what I understand, in the book, uh. There's something called the Weirding Way, which is like this weird combination philosophy, martial art, okay, futuristic so Jedi-esque, vaguely. So thing. they just turned it into yeah. guns, and and they and it was like too weird of a concept to try and convey. So they just tried to make it concrete by making it a thing. They made it which, like a literal item. Which, the Weirding right, Way then, was then, just too weird, yeah. <laughs> and. That infuriated him, and and I remember one of the things that infuriated him was he, he he was like it was just so you could make like a toy that you could sell the kids, and I'm like I really can't imagine any kid playing with a toy weirding but, module. But here's the thing: it comes here's with a free thing. bag of spice. Here's the thing: they did try to market this to kids because there's I there's no way a kid could get into this I, movie. I I read the book when I was nine, but well, it, I know, but but. Yeah. but, but I didn't understand it. But, um, the, the, I had the Dune storybook. They sold it. I can buy one on Amazon for a dollar. Somewhere. And I'm going to. I think but, that, yeah. But because I lost my original one. But it was this big red kids storybook with tons of photos from the film and like it, it's huh. probably why I understood the novel as well as I did when I was nine because I had essentially the the, the cliff notes the broad stroke thing, yeah. in print in the yeah, storybook and, and you in the book there is all this play all of these groups have a very strong political motivation for what they're trying to do that's the oh, thing yeah. it's like they're trying to turn politics into a into a, an action movie you know the guild they have a very specific reason that they don't want Paul Atreides alive they, yeah, they never tell you. No, you right, never right. know why the guild wants to trade his dead. Well, they well sure that's, an, that's another dead. thing. Uh, David Lynch is not really an action director. Well, he's not. Well, the, the the thing about David Lynch is, well, he's he's a fantastic director, but it, he, it, he it, was it, brought it, in last minute. Yeah. to save this monster. And he was not given final cut. I was yeah. reading, and that is something that he is really. He, I mean, he to this day hates Doom. Yeah, yeah, he won't and and make he, a, a an official director's cut of it or anything. He just wants it gone. Just like, yeah, he just wants yeah. it to disappear. Forever. Yeah, there was a three-hour cut that they did for television, mm-hmm. and um, David Lynch had his name taken off the movie. And usually, when that happens, they put in the name Alan Smithy. It's just kind of this. Uh, mm-hmm. Agreed upon pseudonym for the director has chosen to take his name off this movie. Uh, instead of doing that, David Lynch chose the name Judas Booth. <laughs> Judas referencing Judas Iscariot and Booth referencing John Willett's John Booth to to, sure. to indicate that the studio has betrayed him and killed the movie. <laughs> wow. that's I think yeah, that's unfair because he did kind of kill the movie already. Uh, you know, well, it, there. Th- this movie was dying from the death yeah. of a thousand cuts. Yeah. It. Well, okay. You know, you, you got David Lynch, who 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 does all these very, uh, like, interior psychoscape kind of movies. 
Well, if I remember you know, right, and, and, yeah. and you're having him do a huge science fiction epic, it, it, it's just a weird match. But he's still trying to do an interior psychoscape movie. Yes, yes. that's where all the whispery, and, and that's why you know that's partly why it's such a weird experience to watch. Add more dwarves <laughs> and red curtains, and yeah. it's like it's like watching Popeye, because you're watching a Robert Altman film that should never have been made by Robert Altman. Yeah, I still kind of like Popeye, but yeah. Well, yeah, because you're Kelvin and you yeah. like things like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's well, a movie that was made out of a mountain of cocaine. In I, I wouldn't say that I like it. I, I think it's one of those things that the first time you see it, you are not bored. Yes. <laughs> That's a whole other movie to discuss. I think, I, but, yeah, Pop, I, Popeye and, and Dune are both movies that I, I find that I watch puzzled. Yeah, uh, yeah. For, for much, pretty much the entire film, I'm puzzled. <laughs> like, maybe if you got it, you yeah, would understand maybe, some great truth. And both were astronomical flops. Yeah, or, maybe if I understood why the Doctor felt the need to betray House Atreides in order to kill Baron Harkonnen, like, wouldn't it be better to, like, totally double agent that shit and trick Baron Harkonnen into thinking that House Atreides wasn't prepared. Well, didn't he still think he could get his wife back, though? Uh, you know... So he's I, still... He fuck if I know. My understanding <laughs> of that was he he was already in a position where he had to betray uh, Leto and well, like he, House yeah. Atreides, but he also wanted to find a way to still uh, get Baron Harkonnen so that's what what the tooth was about. Or he was already going to betray. There was See, nothing. But the he point could do is, what the, how the fuck do we know? We well, don't yeah. know. We we have no idea what's going on with any of these characters. There are characters that are introduced as very important, like the housekeeper. <laughs> oh my god! When she that's said just that. a housekeeper. That is yeah. the creepiest housekeeper ever. And then she just She's shows my up. Favorite. We we meet the housekeeper, and she seems important. Then she shows I've up come dead. For your sheets. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird things like uh, a lot of the technology works on on motion based stuff, but when you're watching it, it's just. Why is he just standing there whispering to I'm himself? <laughs> and while this uh, syringe thing is floating around, and and why were they electrocuting a cow? I don't. Why was that cow? Because the Harkonnens are messed oh, up. They just <laughs> love like just sewing animals together, it's taking so them long apart, since I read the book. Them. I can't remember if the Harkonnens were that. The, the Harkonnens were. Kind of brutal. Lynch turned them into like weird circus freaks. Yeah, but yeah. Um, well, okay. Well, the, one other thing it's with Baron Harkonnen, the circus freaks. One of the things about Baron Harkonnen was that he was supposed to be so grossly obese that he needed this anti-gravity belt just to walk. Right. Yes. I yeah. and, in, and, in, and in the and in the movie, they turn it into like he's just flying around laughing like a crazy like a helium bird. balloon. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. Sting steps out of the shower, and he's like, oh. check out oh my, my God. eagle thong. Uh, that, uh, that is oh, the oh, image oh, everyone oh. remembers from I the movie. I remember it so well. Oh, yeah. But here's the, here's the thing about That's that when scene. you became a woman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Boing at puberty. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. So, so here's the thing about that scene. They originally were going to do it with Sting walking out completely buck-ass naked. I know, right? <laughs> and, and Sting was on board and for this because he said the blue <sighs> bird was better. <laughs> no, 
like the, uh, the people they, they, made wait, 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 no, 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 this is what happened. Oh, the, the studio was on board. Studio was on board, and like the the night before they were going to film, the studio went. All right, we're not okay with this anymore. And so, like overnight, the poor costume designer had to come up with something to cover the crotchal region oh of sting. And so, it just wound up being this weird bird thing, bird thong, bird thong. Yeah. So the legendary bird thong. Was, We've got bird thong. I, I, I like that eagle thong. Yeah. It's, yeah, a, it's a hell of a thing to cosplay, though. And, you know, it is. <laughs> oh. Then there's oh. that knife fight at the end of the film, which to me feels like somebody going. You know what? It doesn't feel like Paul Atreides has ever actually been physically threatened in this entire <laughs> movie. And and before we let him win everything, maybe we should make it look like he could conceivably lose if he gave up his ability to just kill with a word and doesn't use that weird shield shit so you couldn't get your knife through too many. There was. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's there's all this stuff in the... In the book about you know weird kinds of dueling traditions that have yeah come about and um, well, you know and, and in the movie it's just kind of like ah let's knife fight okay. uh, <laughs> give the hard code to the blade and all these and all the but in the book I believe it, it all these all these houses are descendants of humans. So the Fremen are descendant of humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, these are all members of the human race that have gone out and populated the galaxy. It's my understanding, um, yeah. And it, it's a and the traditions of the old human, uh, the ancient human cultures have sort of, mm-hmm. sort of yeah. been been a game of Yeah, the, the, the Fremen are like world. sort of quasi Arabic. Yeah. But not yeah. really. Well, and, yeah. and a lot of the terms that they're using, like Kwisatz Haderach, and uh, it, it, there's roots in um, Hebrew. Yeah, it's like distorted Hebrew yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, they actually call the whole, a holy war a, war a jihad, although yeah. they're not Muslim so much. <laughs> it, it, it's some weird. Uh, God, from, it, it's some weird future. All the world's religions kind of fused together into something. Oh my god, that's why the cow. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> All right, and the mouse right. sewed onto no, the no, side wait, of the I cat. Know, I want to know why Jenna just said that's why the cow. I'm sorry, you don't get to say that without... without the cow's a sacred creature in India. So, you know, if you you're talking about all sorts of... If they were, if they were, ra- if, if if they were radical Muslims, they were like, let's piss off the Hindus by right? killing exactly. a cow. Is that why we're milking a cat, too? Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, there's another one. There, the cat was a god in Egyptian uh, oh. uh, stuff, and the rat, I still don't get the rat. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why there was a rat. That was just a way to make the Harkonnens look perverse. They've got the cat, and they've got him tied up, and they bring in the cat, and they say... He's a pet cat. You have to milk the cat every day or you'll die... But why do they want to keep him alive? And you never see him again until the yeah, very end of the him. movie. How's he supposed to milk the cat if his his hands are tied well, to the thing? Let his hands go to milk the cat. Oh yeah. But, um, but, by the way, um, men tats. So why doesn't he just take the cat with him and escape? All right, Calvin's going to try and explain okay. men tats. Well, from, from what I understand, this is so goddamn complicated, and I never figured this out until years <laughs> later when I could look shit up on the internet. Um, <laughs> apparently, earlier in in the Dune universe, there was some kind of humongous problem 
with uh, technology and artificial intelligences coming about that almost like destroyed humanity. So they had these huge restrictions on you could not have a thinking machine. So their computers okay. were like really weirdly, uh, despite being 10,000 years in the future, their computers are like kind of weirdly primitive. Uh, and Mentats are human computers. You could ha- you had to, they had to have people take the role of computers. Okay. Yeah, and so I, that's why, and so they're kind of like semi-mutant and they have to drink like weird spice fluids all the time. And I think they kind of tried to convey that visually uh, in the movie by having them all have super bushy eyebrows. And and, 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 uh, and yes, weird the bushy eyebrow means things, human computer, know. and the Kool Aid um, means computer juice. It's just <laughs> it's, it's it's laced with miracle. But, uh, but again, it, you know, just, you know, in the movie, it's just like, what's with the weird guys? With the yeah, and the, pro- the problem it's is like, Herbert creates this this very elaborate mythology, insanely elaborate in the universe. But there's not enough time to even start explaining what the fuck's going on before you've got to get into the meat of the story. So, you're, but, you're but, but the thing is, if they streamlined the story, they could have used that extra time to explain what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Oh, rather and, than just I could also try and explain detail. the guild scares. <laughs> the movie should have been in two parts. The first part should have been a documentary about the universe of Dune, mm-hmm. <laughs> as explained <laughs> if you were. You know, going on vacation. You, you always want to present wait, wait. the viewing audience like the homework. entire documentary should have been narrated like this. <laughs> exactly. And then the second movie is just, oh, hey, you know that Universe of Dune? This thing happened. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So, no, when, I still when like this... the idea of going on vacation to the universe. Welcome to Dune. Welcome to Dune. <laughs> like You'll you travel on. Put on your sand skis and. Yeah, oh god. Get ready for some worm riding. Learn Shy how to say toilets in. <laughs> Enjoy some spies and party. Yeah, and the other. Yeah. Like hold, the on, end, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Um, before we move on from this point, I would like to note that when this movie came out, some theaters actually printed up cheat sheets and gave them yes. to patrons. Oh, I wish they'd done that oh, in my theater. I know, right? I wish yeah. Tim had done that tonight. Yeah, yeah. really. The, yeah. And the ending, they completely changed the ending. Oh, yeah. They were originally going to do the book ending, and in the book ending, he marries the princess, which is why the princess shows up there. at all, because otherwise, why the fuck is she even in this film? Yeah, yeah, she went, you know, it's, it's his way of, of claiming... Emperorhood. He he claims the emperorhood by marrying the princess, but of but course. What about his? Oh, oh well, no, 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 she, no, 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 She's no. kept this, on as a. She's his. She's his basically a concubine. His concubine. Huh. But I, so it's fun. But but well, yeah, you know his relationship is really with the concubine and the princess the, the thing. The political just, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, in, in the later books, I believe talking it. to the fourth yeah. wall. And there's like a weird thing where like he has to have a, an heir with the princess, and he in the book when he like says, "I will only do it by artificial insemination" or something like that. And that was like a humongous scandal thing in the book. Or oh something. wow! All right. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. like, no, I want my my Fremen chick over here, and uh, but I'll marry the her because that's the only way I can become emperor. Yeah, is through this <laughs> bloodline. And I mean, it's interesting this this far future where they've gone to ancient. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. Well, well, yeah. He, he, you know, his is the title is Padishah Emperor, and that's derived from Shah. Uh, which is yeah. like the the Shah of Iran and stuff. It's like, yeah. Ugh, Maybe they should call it Game of Dunes. Yeah. <laughs> game of Dunes. It is kind of Game of Dunes, basically. Um, 
Oh, oh and the guild steersmen. Um, oh, yeah. What, of course. Do, do you know what they are? <laughs> no, the, the vagina monsters? <laughs> yeah. they, they're, they're weirdly mutated humans again. Yeah, yeah, they? They, yeah. They are humans who have, imbu- who, who have consumed so much spice that they've mutated into something that isn't even really human anymore. Huh. And, yeah. But they ha- do... And again, uh, because of the uh, sort of reduced technology and no artificial intelligences and things, space travel is psychic. Yeah, they, the princess explained all that, and that yeah, and yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like it's yeah. like you have to have these super mutant weird people Folding warp space, space with their minds. That's how space travel. Works. I warp space with my mind. <laughs> I had an acid trip like that once. Oh, no, and, 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 and of course, the only thing that makes this possible is this dumb desert planet out here somewhere, which seems like kind of a uh, uh, an infrastructure problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I want to know why the 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 sandworms evolve so large and have all these giant teeth when it doesn't look like there's anything nearly that large on the planet for them. Well, to eat. now oh, you're talking. This I can teeth. explain. Okay. Oh. Yes, the sandworms eat sand plankton, which. But they have teeth and not they on. Wait, Wait for it. <laughs> the teeth are crystalline little teeth. Of, they're, they're there. They're baleen. Yeah, they're, they're not baleen. baleen. The sh- they eat sand plankton. Sand plankton uh, will grow into uh, sand trout. <laughs> sand trout are the second stage, and they go find water, and then they excrete pre-spice mass. <laughs> Which, once enough sand trout have built a cistern full of water and pre-spice mass, there's a fungusoid explosion that, because of a, <laughs> the fungusoids eating all it, sure. and then it creates a CO2 explosion, all the pre-spice mass is all over the surface, and then that dries into spice. So they eat the, the, they eat the plankton and the spice. So the worms don't create the spice, they eat spice. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's another layer of complexity is that the, the, spo- the worm's uh, life cycle is super And weird the and, small worms, yeah. like stunted worms, the Fremen will capture them and drown them. Mm-hmm. And when they drown, it releases the narcotic that becomes the water of life. Yep, I remember that part. Huh. You remember that part? I remember that part. <laughs> he just made that shit up. Not the drowning of the... Sand trout? No, 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 no. no, no the, the that's part. what it's... Yeah. It's highly researched. <laughs> that's the term. I would like to note for the listeners out there that Jerry is stroking his mustache while he says that. <laughs> no, the, 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 the drowning of the baby worms, I definitely remember yeah. that part. Yeah, there was... Yeah. <laughs> The, that part's uh, not bullshit. Huh. I, I will. I will. I, I will say I this. I cannot though, independently I, uh, verify yeah. the rest of it. The, the okay. Um, spice. Lots trout. of complicated uh, concepts poorly uh, explained. Uh, really complicated pot, poorly laid out. Really amazingly well designed, though. No, it looks great. Oh God, the art direction um, of this movie is the best reason to watch it. It, 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 you know, it, it looks like nothing else. It's this weird art deco-y... 
Oh, I, I want a like, bat light. I feel like yeah, yes. the bat lights. Yeah. I feel like maybe what you need to do is like turn on this movie and watch it to Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yeah, <laughs> it does need an album pairing. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. 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 It could so, be like The Wizard of Oz. Well, it and needs alcohol, like dark side too, for those that <laughs> yeah. can't oh, handle it. Actually, I know what it should be. Uh, Peter Gabriel did an album called Passion, which was the outtake music he did. For like all the extra music that wasn't used for uh, Last Temptation of Christ. Ah. Yeah, there we go. Get some Peter Gabriel. Is it, is it two this. hours and 17 minutes long? Uh, just put it on a loop. Oh. <laughs> now I was thinking maybe at the end you just pop in some weird well, like, even, Yankovic or something. Well, just, not even, you know, for a little well, bit not even like the costumes and the sets, but like um, just, I don't know, like the, the look of a planet in space in this movie is just really unique to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I it, that I've never seen a planet in space kind of look like the way they do in this movie, and, and the, weird, cool. the weird glitter globe traveling technique of the of the, yeah. The, the yeah. I miss guilt. when we used to do special effects by putting glitter and other shit in a glass of water. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It. yeah, that, yeah the, the fact that every single thing, with the exception of the shield, was practical effects. Yeah. Oh my is, god, those. Uh, Boxy fucking shield. That was the very first use of one of the very first for a human form. That was the very first one. And it was, you know, that was hot shit. Well, doesn't didn't didn't the uh, stained glass guy from Young Sherlock? That was the first fully animated character. Yeah. It's all, you know, when you're coming up with first, as long as you can come up with a really nice, specific, tight (laughs) definition, then you can do the first almost anything. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I thought the shield fight was really cool. Oh, here's the thing about the shields. The the deal with the shields is that they stop anything moving faster than some really slow velocity, like 10 centimeters a second or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you can the, get through the with a blade, blade as long as the so, blade is so, moving slowly. So, like, you can stick a blade through it. You just have to move it, like, unbelievably slowly. So it's, like, this really weird, subtle kind of fighting. So it's like if you were sneaking up to tickle someone, and you'd be real slow, but then you'd get in there. And it's, like, it, it's... Yeah, like conveying that in a movie is almost impossible. Yeah, but, you know. but it was fascinating. Well, they said that something about that. In the movie, yeah. that they get a, they get attacked by the Harkonnens, and one member of the Atreides household, one member actually <laughs> turns on turns shield. on their shield, <laughs> and it's got it had like the weird slow motion bullet thing that like went through the shield and hit him in the head. Yeah, yeah. Which if you don't understand, and there goes Duncan Idaho. <laughs> yeah, who we barely knew. <laughs> you know the um. My family had a, a game of Dune, which was based on the book. <laughs> oh, boy. I do have the board game, Dune. Because it's like you play one of the one of the houses. There's okay. Atreides. There's Harkonnen. Oh, I got Jenny Prime with a hotel. Yes. There's, there's Benny <laughs> Everybody has Everybody has a special ability based on the house that they're part of. Everybody's, ha- everybody, everybody's house has a traitor. So there's a traitor that that uh, could be working for somebody else, and you never know who that traitor is. And then there's like there's the nuclear stuff, the atomics that you can use to blast the wall. But if you do that, then you kind of have set in motion 
the defeat of everybody in the game, basically. It's like, you don't use the atomics unless you have to, have to, have to. It was a really, like I say, it was based on the book, and I had no, it didn't make any sense to me I've never actually tried playing the board game. Is it, it well, is it an old, is it the old? Oh, it's old. Oh, yeah, see... You should bring that over to my house, and because uh, I don't know where mine went, and I that, remember that, it. That you, sounds you should, like wait, that wait, sounds wait. like an evening to plan. Wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 Omega Con. Yeah, drunk. <laughs> I don't know if I could do June drunk. I, I think yeah, I we might actually, actually have to be really lucid <laughs> for that. I, 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 think, I think if I tried to, I think if I tried to watch her play uh, Dune drunk, I would just fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a, it is a crazy, it was a crazy weird game. All right, so we should probably do final thoughts mm-hmm. and sign off. So final thoughts about the movie Dune, Jenna. Um, the 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 suits for staying alive in the desert. Uh, looked like Hitler Disco mustaches. <laughs> no, the, 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 the yeah. Well, that. The, 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 but yeah, the little little Hitler mustache uh, mm-hmm. breathing. Oh, apparatus. thing that's in your nose. Yeah, it did yeah. look a little bit like. Yeah. In order to survive in the desert, you have to look like Hitler. Yeah, that's a good point, Kelvin. Um, some movies fall way short of the mark. Some movies overshoot the mark. Some movies are. All like scattershot and all over the place. I would kind of describe Dune as a movie that just misses the mark, but it like just misses every mark. (laughs) (laughs) And as a result, that makes it like really strangely more irritating than uh, uh, um, any number of other movies I've seen that are much more complete failures. Dune is like a pebble in your shoe. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's a popcorn husk stuck in your teeth. Or a grenade going <laughs> off in a... It's, it's like a grenade going off in a crowded room and just misses There's everyone. like There's a lot of bits in it where I'm like, oh, this is almost really cool, so, but it's just not fair. It so could have worked if it had been 100% different than it is, but not... <laughs> But 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 by a hundred percent different than it is, I mean just a little bit different. But all yeah. of it has to be just a little bit different. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's this weird failure by inches everywhere. I can't, you know, I don't know. That, do you, that's my take. Do you on think it, there's an alternate universe where all those little things are shifted ever so slightly, and there's a perfect version of this? You movie? see, I, 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 I would totally love to visit the alternate universe where Dune was a, a complete successful. Movie. Completely good movie. All right, uh, Jerry. Great. It's definitely not boring, <laughs> and it's probably the best sick dream you could ever watch. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, I, I've got a lovely factoid for all of us to chew on here. Sweet. Oh, this, I like that. this movie required eighty sets, eight zero sets, built on sixteen sound stages, and it was worked upon by a production crew of one thousand seven hundred people. Uh, it cost forty million dollars and only made thirty million back. Ouch. And as such, it's actually still David Lynch's highest grossing movie. <laughs> Double ouch. Wow, yeah. David Lynch. Well, wow. he's a guy who normally works in, in a much smaller yeah. scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Mul- Mulholland Drive just doesn't have the draw that Dune does. So Blue my- Velvet is one tiny little town, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Elephant Man, you know? Kind so of my budget. final thought is simply to say that uh, we thank you for joining us. Our next movie on A Real Education, we have decided, is going to be Cabaret.
<laughs> and this is going to be interesting because Melissa has never seen Cabaret. Yay! Oh, wow. So uh, <laughs> you will need to join us for where we actually uh, show Melissa a movie that she has never seen. In I've, addition, se- I've seen Cabaret. <laughs> I've seen Cabaret, but, and Jenna hasn't seen that. The, the, I really don't think the I have. I don't know. The, well, Jenna doesn't know. But I the point know. is, it Melissa sounds- hasn't, which is kind of different. Yes. So join us in approximately 15 days for that wonderful next episode of A Real Education. Uh, in the meantime, please feel free to tell your friends about A Real Education and how awesome it is. And uh, don't forget to listen to Melissa's other podcast, Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Yay! Bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. With the help of fade in underwear Into the desert we will go Hope we survive until we can hook up With a friend or two They found us and then they said Hurry our worms chasing after you It's a thing that Fremen kids all have I guess it's a genetic thing What's with those Harkonnen guys? There's a fat slob and the naked one Looks a whole lot like Sting I seek to understand the plot Frightened of what David Lynch has done Fear. Fear 
space. Whoever wrote this fucking song in this fucking key should die. <laughs>